Do a little jingle. No, I can't. Thanks. Okay. Okay, let's get started. Hello everyone, thanks for joining us for another episode of Into Overtime, the Student Athlete Podcast. Today we'll be joined by ex-NCAA Division I defender Luke Greaves. Luke's story is an interesting one as he turned down a professional contract in England uh, at 18 years old so that he could pursue his American dream with Manhattan College in New York City. So excited to hear about his experiences and um, what exactly led him to making that decision. So, without taking too much further time, let's bring him in. Luke, how are we doing? Yes, lad, it's happening. How are you doing? Good, mate, all good, yeah. Sorry, I just, uh, just, just have no time to do anything at the moment. We just moved in, so... How's, how is it? How's the place? Yeah, good, mate, it's good, you know. It's... Um, we're in Connecticut, so we were in New York before, so we just moved out, so now we're in Connecticut, um, but yeah, it's good, we've just got just constant stuff to do, like, constant building, like, put New Island in, obviously paint all walls, knocking walls down, just doing floors, it's mad. How come you've moved from, from New York to Connecticut? So we're living with, um, we're living with, with um, my fiance's parents, just to, like, save money for a couple of years, so we're there for about two and a half years, and then... Um, so then we just, you know, the market was mad, like, over here. And then interest rates were so low as well. So we just said, we might as well just buy, you know, buy something. So, um, so yeah. But, yeah, got in right, right at the um, right time because there's no, no houses on the market at the moment. It's just ridiculous. Like, prices, everyone's, like, in bidding wars. And it's just ridiculous. Yeah. So we were, we were in bidding war on this, actually. Like, four people bidding on it. Um, but, yeah, it was just... It's just madness, but all good now. What's the what's the uh, the equations on that board behind you? I know they ain't yours. <laughs> no, it's mad because it's you know at school you do maths. I'd be like, I'm never going to use this stuff. Never going to do it. And then um, for like for what I do now, I just started. I was like, oh yeah, I remember I did this in maths. I need I need to do this now. First time I've ever used algebra in my life. So it's mad. Are you still working for uh, Vineyard Vines? Yeah, yeah, I've been there about yeah, about fourteen months now. So, because um, I, I was in a city, everything everything's just been perfect timing. Because I was like, I was in a city in like downtown, and the commute was like two and a half hours there, like there, and then two and a half hours back. It was ridiculous. So, because um, we were like, oh, we were in like northern Westchester, like and that's like probably like an hour away from downtown Manhattan. But yeah. by the time you get on the subway, you got on the train, it's like two and a half hours. So, and then I was working down there a little bit, and then ended up. Um, getting a job up in Connecticut or in your vine, so all good timing, really. But lovely, I see you representing the brand there. Yeah, yeah, you know, I got a whole new wardrobe. We get a good discount, <laughs> so got a completely new wardrobe, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you still playing footy or anything like that for fun or, or for anything? I uh, well, you know what? You, you did you play PDL or yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah? So I was playing PDL and then finished the last last year at school, and then I played PDL again, like. Um, for, for like a team close by and then so yeah I was still playing that was two years ago and then I thought alright I'll keep playing because I might as well you know um, so I was just playing in the summertime so I was playing PDL played again two years ago and then I was going to play last year but obviously it all got cancelled with, with uh, pandemic so um, 
But yeah, like, um, but I, I would still play. I still got, I still got messages people asking me to play and stuff. I'm not, not played for ages, mate. I'm playing again this summer. Yeah, you, what PDL? Yeah, USL two now. But yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, who are you playing for then? King's Hammer. So the last time I played was 2019. So same, was it same time as you? Think. Uh, yeah, same 2019. Yeah. Uh, so I was playing for Cincinnati Ducks Lions then. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's happening with them. Um, I think they may be folding. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that or not, but I think they're... they're... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, the, the coach has moved over to King's Hammer. I think he worked there separately anyways, and then they've just got a new franchise in Cincinnati. So um I got in touch with him and was like, do you fancy uh, letting me back playing? And uh, he was like, yeah, of course. Um, but no, I won't, be in, I won't be in the housing or anything like that. I'll just be driving from, from home. Uh, yeah. Mate, uh, that honestly, I, I love like both USL two now. I love it, mate. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it's class. That was honestly that was probably one of the best experiences out of the whole, you know, the whole college experience, like playing football and stuff. Like, absolutely loved it, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where where was you playing? GPS, weren't it, for a little while? Yeah. yeah for, the first time, first time was freshman year up in Maine. We were there for like a yeah the full summer. Then we did we did well as well. We, I remember. We played, yeah, we won, we won the league. Then we went down to play uh, Red Bulls in like the quarter, the regional quarterfinal or something. We ended up losing like five one. And then the next year, no, I had a year off the next year because I had done my shoulder in. And then, uh, then after that, I went up to New Hampshire, and that we bossed him. We, oh my god! Were you playing with Seacoast then? Yeah, yeah, we were. I mean, we had some good lads on that team. Really yeah, I remember our our uh, our captain Campbellsville played up there. Yeah, Alex. Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good lad, mate. Yeah, um, well, that team, like that whole group of lads and that whole team that whole summer, mate. That was one of honestly one of the best teams I've played with. Really good players, really top level players. We we went well, we went really far. I think we got to like the final eight, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Went down to Georgia, played played. A couple, we ended up losing the Charlotte Eagles. They won the whole thing, but yeah, they did. Yeah, I remember. It was class, mate. It was class, that. So, who would you play with if you were going to play again? I don't know, to be honest, just someone local. Like, I was just playing with a team in Connecticut, isn't it? Is it AC Connecticut? Yeah, AC Connecticut. They were always in our, in our league. So, probably, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if I can still play anymore. I'm still like, I'm a bit slow now, you know what I mean? A bit slow. Not as, not as fast as I went back anywhere, but. <laughs> no, you should be I don't know, man. I think if I just get a net, I'm, I'm going to get a net in my back garden and I'll just play in my garden. Get a misty day. Yeah, I know. I guess I'll get boots on. I don't know. We'll see. Should we jump into it, anyways? Yeah, sound like yeah, sound. So, obviously, I want to talk to you about sort of your experiences and and more so, you know, the, the fact that you turned down playing professional in England to to take this. You know, a lot of people um, will either be released or, or be without a club and not know what to go, what to do, and, and see it as a backup option. But you took it instead of for a contract. Um, and I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you know this, but obviously. For when I was thinking about going to the US, you were kind of the reason I went because um, you know I was at I was at Staley Bridge at the time and you was there in Manhattan sending me uh, well you know photos and videos of <laughs> Manhattan. Damn square and that yeah. <laughs> Looks alright that does. Um, so then at, halfway through that season, I was like, you know what, I'm I'm going to the US. Um, but yeah, so, so so do you want to just for for everyone else's sake, just talk about your sort of upbringing and your background and and how you got to to go into the US? Yeah, yeah, so, well, all right, so, I originally started at a city when I was like 13. Yeah. Uh, 
I was supposed to be on a six week trial, ended up lasting like close, close to six months. Always do, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, then so like from there, I went to Rochdale. I was at Rochdale for about three and a half years um, until I was 60. And then they didn't offer me a scholarship there. So I was like, all right, what am I going to do? So then went to Accrington on trial there for six weeks. Then they offered me a scholarship. So, um, so yeah, then, yeah, so I was in Accrington youth team for two years. And then, and then that's when, I don't know, but you don't sort of hear about like coming over to America and yep. year in it. So we had a few lads that came over um, and it was sort of the same thing. Like I looked at one of the lads that came over here um, and he was in Florida. And then I, you know, I thought, oh, it looks good that I, you know, I, I might go and do that as well as like a plan B. Yeah. So, um, so that's how I sort of like came aware of it. And then, so anyway, and I, I knew the whole time, like I was, I was like one of the lads on the team, like he was, you know, if they were going to be giving out pros, I, I, I might have a good chance. But yeah. I was like, all right, let me just, um, you know, let me just, let me just think about America, sort of a plan B, and then, you know, it, it looked, it looks good, but I just, you know, I wasn't sure. You know, obviously it's a, a huge, a huge change, a huge commitment. So, um, and then I, I always said, like, I remember speaking about it with mum and dad, and that, and I always said, like, you know, it, it would be, it'd only be a plan B. I'm not, you know, I'm going to take the pro, obviously, if I get a pro, but, and then. I don't know. Um, I got coaches messaging me from like all over the country, like California, New York, Florida, everywhere. And then got like deep into the process. And, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's crazy. They're like, Oh, I'll give you all this money if you come and play for us and we'll pay for this and that. And, um, and then, yeah, I got to the point where, you know, end of the season came from second year scholar and they said, all right, yeah, we want to offer you a pro. Um, and then I don't know, it just sort of, I don't, I don't know what it was, just sort of hit me, like, you know, this is like a massive decision, then it's going to impact, like, the rest of my life, like, I was looking at the rest of the pros, on who, you know, the previous year, who got off of pros, where are they now, are yeah. they in the first team, no, like, we, we didn't have, we didn't even have a, um, we didn't even have under-21s at Arkansas, so, it was like, yo, you're going to go on loan, you're going to be in the first team, you're going to go on loan for the whole season, you know, you might not get another pro, so, like, what was I going to do, um, no education, um, you know what I'm going to do for the next 50 years so and, I was, yeah, I was, and it was always a thing of like coaches you know saying to me you, know, you can always go back to England if you want afterwards and you know keep pursuing a pro career um, so it was sort of like a a, no, a no-brainer um, you know get an education play football still and if you want to play pro afterwards go play so yeah that was sort of that was sort of how I made the decision but yeah it, it, it's definitely more of like reverse right usually it's usually a plan B I'll go to America if I don't get a pro but but yeah, um, and yeah, it was just it was just thinking of the future and you know the like, next fifty years of my life. What am I going to do? Yeah, it's interesting that you think about it that way because you know a lot of the players we we speak to and, and the clubs that we go into, they are set on getting a pro. But what they don't think about is, all right, your first pro is going to be a year, maybe two years. You know, like you said, are you going to be in the first team? Because if you're not by the end of that first year pro, the chances are you're not, you're not going to get a second one, no. um, and and you go on loan. You know, it's it's a different kettle of fish going from under 18s football to them being out on loan in a in a, in yeah. a first team environment. No matter where you're on loan at, and some people thrive in that, some people don't. So, like like you mentioned there, if if you went to to America for four years, smashed it, done well, you can still go pro afterwards, and you're still only yeah. 22, and you've got that education behind you. Exactly. I think the biggest thing is, yeah, we we say we look at it as like, oh, you get free education. It's not free, but like. Obviously, because all scholarships, you know, it depends what school you go, what college you go to, whatever college you get the, 
you know, an offer from America, like, you know, but most of the time what we get told is take the, take the one that gives you the most money, take the one that, you know, gives you a free education. So yeah, it is, uh, you look at it like that and yeah, you finish at 22, you can just come back if you want, go back to England and, you know, and, and try again. But I, I was actually on loan. They put me on loan before they offered me the pro at Accrington. And, you know, the first team, I was on loan at Padium in, in like Padium's first team. I don't, I don't know what league it was in, that blue squad, no, something like that. But, yeah, yeah it, but that I looked, I saw that, and that was lucky. Luckily, I did go on loan that um, because I, I saw that. I was like, oh, this is going to be the next year of my, my football. Career. Like it, it was good, great experience playing with first team and like getting kicked around. I remember the first game, like first game, went in for an header, got kicked in the nose, blood everywhere. You know, I, I was like, don't. Well, great experience, and I, I loved it being that first time environment. But that, that's where I was going to be for the next the next year. You know, so, uh, are you thriving that environment, being a big lad and? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it's different over here. Different game over here, anyway. Uh, but yeah, no, I did. I, I loved it, mate. Absolutely loved it. It was sick. It's yeah. it's it's obviously a good time to have this conversation because um, you know, seeing all over Instagram at the moment, there's a lad at Monaco and and in, in Italy's under 18s that's just committed to Harvard, and people are going, he's just quit football. Yeah. Like, why is he doing that? But he's not quitting. You know, he's he's wow. he's he's gone. You know what? I can go to the best university in the world, pretty much. You know. Obviously, up for debate if you conclude Oxford, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Harvard, you know, one of the biggest universities in the world. He can carry on playing football for four years, and if he's that good playing in Italy's under 18s and he's playing at Monaco, he's going to go pro still. And exactly. he's got that education. Yeah, it, that's funny. I, 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 I didn't even hear that story, but that's actually a good point because it's, 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 you look at it like this, it, you know, it's, it's kind of blunt, but you're good enough, good enough for you not. You yeah. Know, so. You you find out if you're good enough at 18, or you find out if you're good enough at 22. Like if he's if he's that good, which if Harvard are going to offer him a what offer him like a full ride, then you know he must he must be good. And you know, and that's that that's the thing though. I feel like I don't I don't want to talk get too much into too much of like the American language of like Ivy League and yeah. you know what I mean because I and GPAs and stuff like that because I didn't understand that when I, if, before I came here. But uh, being here that long now that you know it's just sort of second nature to you know reference it like that but so the league that, that Harvard are in it's called Ivy League like yeah you've got a good chance of still going pro and that's the thing like there's you've got a really good chance especially if you go to some of the you know go to the right school and there's pros that you know people gone pro from those schools you've got a good, good chance so but that's interesting I didn't hear that story that's yeah a, it's only recent but you know he's in Italy's under 18s there's plenty of lads that are playing England's under 18s that are now playing non-league football you know that yeah but he's got a, a degree from Harvard that, you know, that lots of people don't have. So that opens up many yeah. for him, you know, and like knowing the system and like knowing what me and you know, we know that's a great decision for him. And like, yeah. like, like you mentioned, you're either good enough or you're not. And if he's that good, he's going to go pro, whether it's in the US, whether it's in Italy, whether it's anywhere. Yeah. Um, after those, after those four years, but obviously football's a short career regardless. So he's then got that education for whenever he retires. So that's, that's, that's it. It's, but if you if you've got a degree from Harvard on your CV, you're set for life. Like it, it, I know it's you know it shouldn't be that way, but but it is. People see all oh, Harvard University and you can do anything you want football, in football or out of football. It's you know so that, that that's really that's really what it is. And I I actually remember saying before I came to America, I remember saying like oh, you know because you do your BTEC, your sports BTEC when you're on your scholarship, right? So. I was like, oh, I'm never going to, I'm never going to university. I hate this BTEC stuff. I hate. It. I just want to play football. I say I'm not doing it. And then, you know, and they'll go to university, didn't I? But, um, 
but it, it's hard to think about how important education is at 18 when you're focused on just football every day and being a pro. It's, it's really hard to, to, to think about it, but I don't know, you, your football career is going to come to an end in, in I don't know, two years or, or 10 years. And what are you going to do after? You know, that, that, that's, the, that's the biggest question. Absolutely. Even if you're playing sort of bottom end League Two, League One, you know, you're not making loads and loads of money where you're set for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. And the, the, way, the way I look at it now is I feel like, because I'm, I'm living in America now as, as an adult, you know, I mean, you, you know what certain like economic factors, you know, and, and like the quality of life, even, you know, so even League Two, you bottom end of League Two, yeah, you'll be a professional footballer, but like, what's your quality of life in the end, end yeah. of the day? You know I mean, like, you, you, we both know, you know, what's possible in America and um, what what type of life you can live, you know. So that that's that's another thing. Like, I mean, my first year here, it's really sort of opened your eyes to, you know, what you can do. So you're saying you prefer New York over Bolton? <laughs> uh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so yeah. how how did that? Uh, that conversation go when you go into James Beatty, weren't it at the time the coach? Yeah, 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 yeah. I never forget him. I'll never forget it. Yeah, it was class. So it must have been. It must have been a difficult conversation to have, particularly as you're only 18. I mean, you know, at 18, you think you're a, you're a fully grown adult, but you're not really, are you? You know, and when someone offers you a pro, that's kind of like that's what I've worked for for all my all my life. Like, how did you sort of come away from? Because I'm sure. You know, when he's put that pro on the table, he's going, you'll sign that. He's, I mean, it's a pro, he's going to sign it. Of course he is. He's, that's what he's been working for. It was, uh, I remember, I, I'll never forget it, mate. I remember all, all lads are like, you've just worked for two years, like every day for this moment. All lads are outside the conference room. You're either walking in with smile or you're walking in like, oh, yes. you know what I mean? So everyone's like nervous and it's absolute silent walk in. And then he's that massive round table, like literally, you know, it's like a, just as you imagine, massive round table, he's, he's there, all coaches are there and he's like, Oh, you're off, you're off your problem, you Buzzing, you know, you work, you work your whole life for it. So I, I, I was buzzing. And then I was literally thinking pre-season. I was like, all right, yeah, I can't wait for pre-season. I'm going to work. I'm going to, like, get back on pitch tomorrow. I'm buzzing pre-season. Can't wait again get, get in with first team and stuff. And then, um, and then I don't know, I, I sort of, I told the coach, I, I was talking to the college, Manhattan College, you know, who I was speaking to. I ended up going to, obviously. And then I was speaking to at the time, and I said to them, um, you know, I'll see what happens when I get a pro. If I get a pro, I'm not, I'm not going to sign. I'm not going to sign um, to come over to America. So, and then I don't know. I fought it over a couple of days, and then I was speaking to them a, you know, a bit more um, in, over here at the college. And then, um, yeah, it was. It, I gave it. I gave it a good couple of weeks. I like, just think about it. And, you know, it, it was. I was like, oh, how am I going to tell them now? And how is it? What's the club going to think? And what are all these people going to think? Like. Always oh, turned on a pro, and I was, I was thinking like, oh, it looks like really disrespectful if I turned it down, and you know. So, but yeah, I, I went to the club, you know, sat down with. Um, B wasn't there at the time. Um, I think he just, I think he actually just left because he did one season. Uh, but, yeah, but I, I went and spoke to someone at the club. I literally went in person. I was like, look, this is this is what I'm doing, you know. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was it was a mad decision because all my friends were like thinking, like, what are you doing? Because everyone wants to be a footballer, right? So, like, all my friends, like, like, they didn't understand. Nobody understood, like, what I was doing. Like, how could you turn that down? It's like, you're dreaming, all this stuff. So, but, yeah, it was, yeah. Honestly, our decision I've ever made. And what, and what were the, what was Accrington like with you? Like, the coaches, what did they say to you? Were they understanding of it? Because, you know, we, we go in and 
deliver these presentations to academy coaches and and you know what some of the academy coaches they're like they're better off going to the US you know um, because of the reasons we've mentioned already but then the players don't think that way it's it's you know it's some of them do um, but yeah well I don't know uh, I feel like I know I feel like most people I don't know how how aware scholars are at the moment about like this option coming to America but at the time, it wasn't a big, it wasn't a big thing. Like it was just sort of like, oh, there's a couple of lads gone, gone playing in America now. Like, oh, you know, you didn't, we didn't really know much about it, but um, and yeah, we didn't have anyone, we didn't have anyone coming in talking to us about it. So, but yeah, I feel like, I feel like they were, they were understanding of it because first of all, it's a league, you know, I was playing Arkansas in League Two, and during League One now, but you know, it was, yeah, I feel like. Especially where I was going, I was like, "Oh, I was going to New York City, so I'm like this big, like, yeah, big thing." Like, "Oh, you're going to New York?" So it is, yeah. They, no, they were totally on the same, same about it. Every, everyone was, um, you know. They even gave me like, I was like, "I would just copy a contract just for like, um, just to keep on." Yeah, they're all fine with it. All really understanding and supportive. Because um, we'd had, we'd had like one of the coaches, one of my YouTube coaches. He was, he lived in America for a while, so he understood especially. Um, but yeah, it, it's. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure what what's the awareness on like coming to America now over there. Is that, is that it's like better? A... Yeah, it's better. You know, we we obviously work with with a number of clubs in in the football league and um, deliver presentations and and whatnot. So they're, they're getting us in to speak to those players. They understand though. It's mostly for the players that get released. You know. Oh right, right. It's still not anticipated that players are going to turn down pro contracts. In some cases, they obviously do. Um, but you know, it's still sort of anticipated as more of like. You know, at the moment with all the, the you know, the uh, the players that don't get released, uh, sorry, the players that do get released and the follow-up and, and, you know, how they're taken care of afterwards, this yeah. is, you know, a, a, a way that clubs can sort of provide an, a further option. So, I, I was the same as you. We never had talks like this at, at, when I was at Cambridge or anything like that. I went because, you know, I'd, I'd spoken to you and you, yeah, you yeah. Know, all the stuff that you've been putting on Facebook and that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but, you know... At that time, there wasn't that many players going over. It's getting more and more each year now, you know, as, as yeah. eyes are being opened to it. Um, but it's still, I mean, the, 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 the awareness is, is there at some clubs, at some clubs it's not. So, you know, it's some do, some don't. But uh, I think, you know, once you learn about the US and, and, and what it has to offer, you become interested. No one, no one really thinks about it because they just sort of, I want to be a pro. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look at alternative options. Whereas, once you know, once we do the presentations, you see people start to perk up and think, oh, "Looks alright, that." Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Myself doing it. Um, so, what was your experience like at Manhattan? You know, you, you did four years there. You know, the day-to-day -day life, training. What What did you think of? First of all, the you know the the standard in comparison to playing at, at Accrington and, and Paddy and the other. Uh, yeah, I think that that it's actually. I wish I wish I would have that's a good question because I wish I would have seen something like this of like someone speaking to someone who's been there and what's the actual day to day because you hear about it, it's all like uh, you know, like for me, it's like, oh New York City and all this, it's gonna be great, you're gonna be in Times Square every day and all stuff. But like which work so close to the city, but actually like day to day stuff. So so yeah, I'll, I'll just give like full context of like what what it's like. So um so you'll have like your classes, typically you'll have uh Five, five classes, isn't it? Five classes a week. If you do, yeah, I think that's if you do like 15 credit hours between yeah, yeah. 18 and it, so. Yeah, so like standard day-to-day -day stuff is you're also, you're, you're a student athlete, so you're a student and you're like 
an athlete, right? So you'll go to class, you'll have two, three, four classes a day, you'll go to training, you'll have like gym sessions, you know, it's, you've got, you've got balance too. It's, it's a lot more, it's obviously, it's a lot more than doing your, doing your VTEC. It's like a real, real commitment. You, know? yeah. you get a degree at the end of the day. So, so yeah, you, 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 you have to balance the two, obviously. Um, but then on the, the athletic side and the football side, you're treated like, especially coming, you know, like, especially coming from like a league two side, like you, you, you're treated like how you would see when you played like the Premier League academies, you, you were treated like you felt you were treated like, Oh, not like royalty, but you the, the amount of gear they give you, yeah. um, like the, the the buses, the food, and the flights flying out here and there for all the games. Um, yeah, it, it's great, great experience, mate. Like un, unreal, like really, like you get treated really, really well. And and then on 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 football side in general, I don't the standard standard was uh, it's different. Is it? It's almost like. It's not. It's it's not a totally different game, but it's the Americans that only get taught different. It's yeah. like for me, for me, like cause I, I I was centre back, mate, coming from Accrington, so you know, I, I was used to a certain way of playing, and then I came here, and I've never had, and, and honestly, I never had a yellow card or a red card in England. I came here and I got so many yellows and reds. Like, it doesn't matter. Mouthing off to the ref, I just big <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple of times, yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, it's it's different. It's, I feel like it's fast. Like it is, it's a really fast game. Um, and like the, I feel like the players and the Americans in general, I feel like they're really athletic. Like more than more than back home, like they're really like athletic players. Like um, like some strikers that I, it's not even American though. It's like you're playing from all players from all over the world. So you know, especially in our conference, we had a lot of Germans, um, a lot of South Americans. But, but yeah, um, I feel like. Playing against like League League Two Academy strikers and playing against like, like the American ones, it's sort of like less physical and it's a lot more, kind of like a lot more chasing them down. You know what I mean? Like they seem to be focused on like pace and, and, and the speed of play rather than getting physical with you. Um, but but yeah, but we played obviously we played. I, I was playing Division One, which is sort of like considered like the best in if you're going to American university. Um, and yeah. then we, we played against some, like some of the best schools. We played against Harvard, we played against Yale, um, we played against some, you know, really, really good schools and um, some like quality players. Like some, some of that are in MLS now, like real, real quality players. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel like the standard, I feel, I, I, it's really fast, especially because in the North, in the Northeast, um, like we're, we're playing on Astro all the time, 3G. So like there's not many grass pitches. Which is uh, something to think about because I, I I didn't really think about that. So like the, the game burns for you then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Constant rip socks, you know. What I mean? um, but yeah, the ga- games are a, a bit different that way. Just like the speed of play. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, well, we we also I also it's funny I played against a lot of English lads that played with back home. Yeah. You know I mean, like you'd see them on other teams. So like, ah, I remember I remember you like that. You do. You know I mean? It's funny. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, going from from eighteens football, the standards definitely better. You know, I I I would say the you, you've you've usually got a squad of twenty five. Now, ten of them will rarely see the pitch. You know, you've got a strong yeah. core of about fifteen players that, if they develop right, if they get the opportunities, there's chances for them to go professionally sort of somewhere around the world. Right, you know, right, they're, right. they're talented, um, and like you say, it's faster. Um, it's you know the, the 
they're maybe not as technical some of the players that are, particularly ones that are coming from from North America but they're quick they're strong you know they're getting yeah, behind yeah. different style of play um, and if you want to play a professional in the US you've got to adapt to that because that's how it is at the MLS as well you know um, exactly yeah yeah you see, you see plenty of players that come over from Europe and don't do well. You know, they're, they're expected to do well because they're coming from Europe and they're technically good players, but they don't, you know, they don't produce. Unless you're like, you know, Zlatans and Carl Stiles have played right at the top. Um, yeah. There's plenty of players that come from Europe and play in the MLS that don't do well because, you know, they're not used to the style of play. And that's what I'd say. It's different. Um, but you still train every day with good coaches, with good players. You know, you, you're going to develop. And ultimately, if the... There's no guarantees, obviously, but if you do what's required and you're good enough and you take the time and put it in, you, there's going to be professional opportunities coming your way. Yeah, I feel like you can't really... If you're good enough to go pro over here, like a, like a, a good university, you've got, the, you've got the environment there. You've got like the training ground that's always yours. You can go there anytime you want. You've got all the food you could ever want, everything free. You know, you've, got all the, you've got the house and you've got, you know, you've got everything. You've all the gears there. You, you, you there's nothing to worry about. Yeah, there's nothing to worry about at all. You, you get treated really, really well. Like it's, I don't, I don't know how to explain it other than that. Like we played West Ham. I mean, it's we played West West Ham in FA Cup, right? And they came and they got all these gear. And they came on the bus and got like all these the training staff and they got everything. We were like, oh my god, like, look at all these lads here. You know, they, they're, all, they're all like playing for England and you, that, you get treated. Very well. Like the amount of money that's pumped into the universities over here is, is, I don't, we don't really have like, uh, it's like a cultural, cultural thing too. Like if, if you're a student athlete over here, it's, it's very like sought after. Yeah, it's their pathway to professional, isn't it? It's their, yeah, yeah, co- yeah. college is their, you know, academy set up. You know? Exactly. Yeah. That's the comparison. That's like the only way to play pro in the MLS over here is you have to go to a university. That, that's sort of like, yeah, that's like the, acad- the typical academy route. That's how you have to do it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. so, so that sort of leads me on to, to sort of my next question for you. Uh, did you have any sort of professional opportunities come about after after you finished college? Um, no, not not really. Especially not home, like not back home. Like I wanted to stay. I wanted to stay here. Um, like I didn't want to go back home. Like and honestly, I wasn't. I wasn't that interested in in in, in playing like pro after you know. I was sort of like. Yeah, I, I made this transition. It, it's, it's weird. My first couple of years here, I was like all football. You know, I, I was still want to be a pro. That was all. Didn't really focus on school. And then I sort of made this transition where, you know, I was, I was like enjoying like the business school and like I was enjoying what I was learning. And then, you know, I sort of I sort of saw that path, especially being so close to New York City. Like, you know, you can so many jobs available. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I wasn't, I, I sort of f- fell out of it a little bit. I wasn't, I wasn't that interested in it. Um, and you met your missus quite early, didn't you as well? In- yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I was, I was sort of focused on other things. Um, but there, there were lads, there are lads from Manhattan that, you know, they, they've gone pro and, you know, you, 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 can, you can do that. But I don't know, I was sort of, I, sort of, I, I wasn't really focused on pro. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what it was. I just, you know, I saw... Yeah, so I saw you know other possibilities over here. So um, yeah, I went worked in a city instead. Um, yeah, I think I think you know when I was looking at coming over to the US, playing at, at Cambridge, you know, full time, and then uh, played Staley Bridge, which was moving into first team football, similar to like you going on loan at Paddy, but you know I was under contract there from between eighteen and nineteen. Football it, it changed a little bit, you know, when you 
up until 16, you train twice a week, you're playing with your mates that you've grown up with. It's fun, in it? And then you go into sort of like a job scenario where you're all in it for yourselves and you're kind of competing against your mates for those pro contracts, really, or you think you are at the time. Um, and, you know, it's a results business, so it starts to feel like a job. And for me, I thought, I need to start enjoying my football again. And, and the US was definitely that sort of the right pathway for me to, to do that. Like you say, you're treated like, that celebrities a little bit. They give you everything. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You've got fans and that, you know, it's a bit it mad. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, like, like you said, the, there are definitely opportunities, but I think for a lot of people, priorities do change. You know, you, you, you find a missus over there or, or whatever. And, um, you know, things just change and, and you start, your eyes, your eyes start opening up to, to other opportunities and the standard of yeah. life, like you mentioned, can be better with with a different career path so but that, that's it like i was thinking i i actually thought when i started my first year in america i thought all right four years time i'll be done here and then i'll go back to england and i'll play i'll play pro again yeah but got to my fourth year over here and i, I didn't want to go back to england for one yeah, yeah. um i think I, I i honestly i honestly think that if i would have went back to england and played pro i would have had a good chance because yeah. Like that, the English game suits me so well. Like suits me really well. Like just really physical. Just you know, get stuck in and and do the basics really well. Um, You're a physical I'm, player, are you? What? You're a physical player, yeah. I don't, I don't maybe. Yeah. <laughs> right, mate. Uh, but but yeah, I, I don't think that the game doesn't really suit me too well over here. Uh, so I, I don't I I don't know how far I would have got anyway. You know. So and 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 then then it was the thing. You know. Um, my, my mess is over here, so then I, if you know, if I did go pro, yeah, I would have been moving around and yeah. you know, different cities and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Just sort of, you just sort of find your way, and you know, but which if well, I'm 25 now, I wouldn't have had that that option back home. You know, what what would I be doing if I got released? You know, I don't know what I'd be doing now. Yeah. So do do you have do you have any regrets? Anything that you would maybe change if you if you could go back, or do you think it was the right decision for you? hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, I had this like conflict with this, my first year over here, I had this like inner conflict of, cause obviously huge, huge transition, massive culture shock. Like it, you know, it was, it wasn't easy. And then, then you got to balance university classes as well. So like my, my first like few months of like, this is like really hard. Like I was thinking about, oh, you know, can't be able to turn down my pro and all this. And, and then, then you just, you know, you just get, you get used to it. It's like any big transition, you know what I mean? Any, any big decision. And then got used to it. One change of thing now, no way. Like, best decision I ever made. Like, yeah. Yeah. 100%. I, I say the same thing. And to be fair, like, if someone said to me, here's a pro contract on the table right now, I don't know that I'd go for it. It kind of depends on what level yeah, you're yeah, yeah. No way. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. If, I don't know. I'd say, I'd say this to anyone. Like, it's easiest to say now, like, in hindsight. But, yeah. Like, if, if, because now's, now's the time of year, isn't it, that they're giving pros out. So, yeah. Um, I, I'd tell anyone, 100%, like, if you can get a get a full ride in America or, or close to full ride, 100% take it. Or as long as it's just affordable, you know, obviously. Yeah, exactly, exactly. As long as, as, long as, it's, as, long as it's affordable, as long as it works, like, if, if you can even go to university over it, you, you first of all, you're guaranteed to play because the way it is is um, – like the the European players, they sort of prioritise on, on on your team sheet, and yeah, you do have that sort of ten to fifteen player, like you know, core set of players that play every game. Yeah, you you guaranteed to play. You're gonna get treated like you've never been treated before in, in, in a football club. It's um yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. 
Palmer. Well, it's obviously been a, a good insight for I think anyone that's considering, well, whatever you know, whatever their situation is, whether they're whether there's a pro contract on the table for them or not, you know, it's it's definitely a good insight for any sort of aspiring players that want to carry on their football career and, and, and get an education. So usually what we finish on with these podcasts is like a little sort of quick fire round, you know, a bit of a contrast between England and, and America. What I'm going to do though is contrast Bolton with uh, with the USA. All right, so you ready? No, <laughs> yeah, you can explain your answers at the end. Um, just quick fire straight off the bat. So Times Square or Nelson Square? <laughs> I don't know what Nelson Square is. <laughs> Where J2 is in that? Ah, uh, oh, right. Hello Square. Yeah, I got me Times Square on that one, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Peter K or Kevin Hart? Oh, Peter K, can't beat him. Garlic bread. No. <laughs> Reebok or Under Armour? Uh, Reebok, don't like Under Armour. Not a fan. Nah, I don't fit well. It's all like American football size. You know? You're about an American football size player anyway. <laughs> nah, Reebok, mate. Old school. Uh, pasty or a bagel? Cars past the obviously. Pasty, million percent. Yeah, right. you, you know, you're gonna, we're gonna start, gonna be craving uh, pasties and stuff now. Right? Yeah, what you mentioned back on? It, um, brown sauce for me. What HP? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, you know, miss, miss are just fish and chips, mate. Proper fish and chips. Yeah. You order, you order fish and chips, hey, you get fish with like a pack of crisps. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. All right. So where, where's your, uh, where's your local, your, your bar or club in New York? Or Connecticut now? Uh, you know what? I don't even uh, don't even drink anymore. Do you not? No, no, I don't 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 like it. I don't know what it is. It's just it's not me. Makes yeah. the last question null and void. Then really, I was going to ask what it's a uh, night out in J two or, or level as it's called now. Or are you local? Ah, uh, level. Mate. I, I actually went back. Went back a couple of years ago. Um, went back to level. Did this person in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went back after my first year, like seeing everyone. I'm like, oh, America, oh, New York, walking in like big time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, how often do you go back? Do you go back much or not? Nah, usually once a year at Christmas. You know what I mean? Just spend Christmas over there, and then. Um, but not been back obviously last year because of coronavirus, and and don't know what's going to go on this year. But but yeah, um, that's actually a good thing to talk about actually because. I don't know. People might have questions like, "How often can you come back?" But you, you actually, you can, if you want to be in the US as least amount of time as possible, you can. You can only be there for for, for from January to to May, and then you can go back home for the summer if you want to. And then you, then you then it's only September to not August to December. So um, you know, if anyone anyone's concerned about that, it, you know, it's you can still be home for the whole summer if you want to. Yeah, you can go on with spring break, and I can't get a week off. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Did you, go, did you go on for spring break? Nah, of course not. Of course you didn't. <laughs> in <only> Florida, <laughs> like you. <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent, right? So yeah, no, that's that's it, mate. I appreciate you uh, you coming on and and like I said, providing that insight. Um, I'm sure it'd be beneficial for for a number of people to to hear that. But you're actually one of quite a lot of lads from Bolton that end up going over there. I think we've, you know. Maybe they're just people want to get out of Bolton, don't know, but... I think that's you know, what it is, yeah. Too many pigeons. Why? <laughs> he, he played at Atlanta as well. I don't know if he's still playing there now. And then, obviously, yourself. We have a, we have a number of clients from Bolton and um, yeah. just fly. Yeah. 
that that's true. I know a few lads from Bolton who, who that have, you know come come over. I actually played with there's a lad um, Joe's there. You know Joe Hume was on the the yeah, he's in your team, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. We mean Joe played together. Um, Ryan Shields, Shields, he was a, he was at Stoke as well. Uh, he was he was a Wigan lad, but yeah, he came up. So it, it's actually nice having like, especially our team. We had a lot of international players, a lot of English, a lot of Germans. So it's actually nice because you just you know you still share like the cultural stuff. So yeah, ours was the same. We had probably about 10 to 12 each year of, not necessarily just from, from England, but, you know, from, from the UK oh, and, yeah. and Ireland. We, we had loads. Um, and you, you're right, it is nice just to... Because, I think it's because, you know, the, the, the changing rooms and dressing room, it's a big sort of part of the culture in, in England. And you go to the US and it's a little bit different with the Americans and that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but when you've got sort of that many Europeans on the team, it feels a bit like home, doesn't it? And you can be... Uh, Weird and wonderful selves. <laughs> yeah, you still have a better, have a better banter on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's cool, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, question, question for you then. Like, so what's um with the USL two? Like, are you still allowed to play? Um, like, what's the? I thought there was age limit on that. What's that? I thought there was age limit on that. Like, um, yeah, you can have a, you can have a certain amount over twenty. Uh, I think it's over twenty three or twenty one. Um, obviously, uh, you know, you have to be really, really good. So. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, now nah, it's just you know, like you say, it's in in England you can carry on playing, can't you, for fun? In in America they don't really have amateur leagues or, or even semi pro, yeah, yeah, yeah. other than like like you say the summer. So you know, um, I know I know the coach as well. He's sounds a good coach, so I was quite happy to to start playing again. You're going to be on to a few coaches now after this, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was thinking about it now. Now like sun's coming out. I want to get out there. I want to play football. So yeah, absolutely. Oh, I don't know. I feel bad going, bullying, bullying these little kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> you will. They'll, they'll bounce off you, mate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I actually got a lot of trouble. You know, like uh, oh. we were at referees and stuff, and just like like on the coach and stuff, like just proper proper like contrast in terms of like game I was I was playing. What what was, what were they like in your conference? You have to call them sir and that. Nah, none of that stuff. It was that was that was like for you. We were supposed to, but I never called them. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they were just. I feel like American referees are very, like, uh, very by the book, very strict, and you know, if you swear by accident, that's it. <laughs> by accident, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, 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 I'll never forget. We had a we had a referee. I think it was in I don't know the first the opening round of nationals where in, in the opening round it's like the highest seed horse it, so it was at our place. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had this ref, and he came in the. Like a like he was quite a big guy and he was wearing these really tight shorts like hot pants and, uh, and a bobble hat. Like, <laughs> rest of bobble hat. Yeah, I know, and I couldn't believe it. Like I just couldn't take him seriously because of it. But you're right, you can't you can't say nothing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The amount of yellow cards I'd get, I'd have to like be like tactical about when I got them, otherwise you get. Yeah, stuck. yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing, same thing. Like. I'm, I, I'm, I got um, I got a yellow, but um, just going up for Edda and a guy guy gets concussion, he gets like you know gets hurt and like I know certain things like that. If you slide, if you slide tackle, you're asking for a yellow. Yeah. That's it. You're asking for one. It's funny, mate. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, especially <laughs> playing left back, and you know, like you say, some of the some of the lads are rapid. And, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I ain't the quickest. Not slow, but not the quickest. And. Uh, they kick it and go, then 
it's a yellow card. Off. Well, it probably suited you. The game probably suited you over there, didn't it? Because like you put, you like to get like high up and get, like whip across in. That's probably not, like, I know that. That's yeah, what... no, I loved it. It did. It suited me. Um, and it's a stats game as well, isn't it? So the more assists and the more goals you score, and, and to be fair, I got quite a few from that. A lot of them were penalties, but yeah, um, yeah. You know, every goal's a goal, so it did, it, it did help. My stats here was poor because I, I didn't care about scoring goals. I did not care, I did not want to score a goal. I just want to just stop and end. Yeah, stop and end and just chill out like back there. But so my stats here was poor, mate. <laughs> Zero goals. Zero seats, yeah, yeah, just just yellow. <laughs> so, do, are you still in contact with the with the coaches at Manhattan? Because obviously, you know, um, it becomes a bit of a family, doesn't it? And everyone sort of stays in touch. And um, yeah, yeah, that, that that's the thing over. Here. I've, I've I've noticed because they have like alumni. Yeah. Alumni obviously just means like some of you gone to the same college. But, so yeah, you have alumni day, and then yeah, that's like once a year, and you go play the, the alumni game, and then everyone talks to each other, and you've got all these all these guys who played for the, the team for the last like 50 years or whatever and yeah it's nice to catch up and stuff but, but yeah you're yeah, still in contact with you know all, all the lads and that but that, that's the thing isn't it it's it's you know I feel like especially especially because it's like college university environment you, you'll speak to them you, you know have them contacts forever it's uh you know it's yeah you're still in contact with all of them and then with PDL too you meet some you meet people from all over because Play, who's played for all, all of the teams, like like Alex on the team and stuff. You know, you meet all sorts of people. Um, yeah, I'd hundred percent play uh, PDL USL again. I wish I, I wish I played it more. You know, I took a summer off. I wish I played it more, but because we stay with whole, the host family, so um, I'm still in contact with them. Like they they you know, treat them like family now. So I, we didn't we didn't do host family. So first year, my well, first two years, I was in New Orleans in the. Oh, uh, that's right. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like unreal experience. Like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, just just meant like we'll just leave it there. But um, <laughs> yeah, we uh, we didn't have a horse family. We just had apartments. Like just that the lads oh, were living right, right, right. in downtown, yeah. like class apartments, and you know, just living with the lads and that. Yeah, Holly. Um, then sec the third year was in Canada, so I went up to Thunder Bay in, in the PDF. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, we were just living in like university housing, so so no host family. Again, it was just living with the lads, and then the same in Cincinnati, so it was quality. And there's sort of part of me that wants to do it all again, but I think at 25, you know, oh, yeah, I wish I could, and I, I wish I could do it again. Like even playing a couple of years ago, because uh, I played Westchester Flames, like because that's close by. Like I'd finish work and I'd get on subway up, up there and yeah. train on that. But yeah, even there, you feel because playing with like 17, 18 year olds at that point, you know what I mean, it's like, sort of it's not fair, is it? <laughs> no, well, to be to be fair, in Cincinnati we had a we had a massive roster. We had a, we had a squad of about fifty, you know, and uh, yeah. there was some. I mean, I was twenty three then. I think that was just after my senior year, and uh, yeah. we had an oldish team. We had a good team, um, but you know, most of the starters were sort of twenty one, twenty two plus. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, there, there's some there's some older lads that obviously carry on playing it. You know, they've kept themselves fit, and then with most of it's obviously university lads, so. You got to be, you got to be clever as opposed to uh, being able to keep up. But yeah, no, I noticed that. I was just a little bit like first touches, people's first touches, and I just, I'm just like, and I felt a bit. That was the first time I really felt like, oh, don't know if I got it anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yours are just clearances anyway, aren't they, mate? It's <laughs> yeah, I don't pass, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, top man. Well, like I said, good to speak to you. 
Um, I'm sure it will be helpful for, for a number of players that, that listen and um, I appreciate your time and, and coming on to speak. Yeah, of course, mate. You know, nice to catch up as well. You know, if you're ever, um, if you're ever up around here, come over stay at ours if you want. Um, Absolutely. I'll, uh, I'll hold you to that one. Yeah, of course, mate. Yeah. But, yeah. No worries, yeah, mate. Good to chat to you, mate, and I'll, uh, I'll catch you soon. All right, mate. Have a good one. You too. See you later.